pre-tax or Roth 401k employee deferral contributions. What should I do? Hey everyone, Adam Bergman here, tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial, and welcome to another episode of AdBiz. On today's podcast, I wanted to navigate the very difficult decision of whether you should make employee deferral contributions to your employer 401k plan or even your solo 401k plan in pre-tax or Roth. Now, most employer 401k plans, whether you work at a large company like Tesla or Apple or a more mid-sized company like IRA Financial, offer pre-tax and Roth options when making employee deferral contributions. Now, we all know in 2022, the most you can put away as an employee deferral contribution was 20,500 or 27,000 if you were over 50. Those numbers have gone up in 2023 to 22,500 or 30,000 if you're over 50. Now that's the employee deferral number. That is the maximum you can contribute dollar for dollar from your paycheck into your 401k plan. Now, again, most plans will allow you to do it in either pre-tax or Roth. So what's the big and major difference? Well, pre-tax means you get a tax deduction for making the contribution into your solo 401k plan. So that means if you earn $60,000 and you contributed $10,000 to your 401k as part of your employee deferral contribution amount, you now pay tax on $50,000 instead of 60, which means you're going to ultimately pay less tax because your tax base is not 60, but now 50. And that $10,000 instead of being part of your tax base is now in a tax deferred retirement plan. So that money is now growing without tax, which is known as tax deferral. And then once you pull the money out and you're over 59 and a half, you will have to pay tax on what you pull out. Okay, so you get the tax benefit of a deduction. You get the current tax benefit of a current deduction today, which if you ask an accountant whose main primary job is to save and reduce your taxes, that's a very monumental task, right? That's good. They want to increase the amount of deductions. So from an accounting accounting standpoint, most accountants like pre-tax contributions. Why? It makes their job easier, makes them look better because you're now paying less tax because you are generating higher deductions, okay? So that's number one. Number two, when you make pre-tax 401k contributions, your funds grow without tax. I mentioned the concept deferral. That's the second benefit of making 401k contributions is not only do you get a current tax deduction, but your money grows without tax, which is a huge advantage because tax deferral or compounding returns, and I've said this a thousand times <laughs> over the last 10 years or so, is known as the eighth wonder of the world. Don't trust me. You can Google it. You can trust Albert Einstein who coined compounding returns, the eighth wonder of the world. Well, retirement account system is primarily the most opportune way to take advantage of the power of compounding returns because your money grows without tax in a retirement account. So that's the pre-tax benefit. The Roth benefit means you're making Roth contributions. Now, when you make Roth employee deferral contributions, unlike a Roth IRA, there's no income thresholds. So even if you make $100 million a year, you can still make Roth employee deferrals of $22,500 if you're under 50 years old 
or 30,000 if you are over 50. So the difference between Roth and pre-tax on the contribution side is there is no tax deduction for making Roth contributions. So for example, if you earn $60,000 of net income or W-2 income, and you made a $10,000 Roth contribution, you're still paying income tax on the $60,000. There is no deduction of $10,000 like the pre-tax 401k. That means the contribution is what's known as after tax. Okay, No current tax deduction. The funds are contributed after tax. But the advantage of Roth is once you're over 59 and a half, and that Roth has matured, has been open at least five years, all the distributions from the Roth are tax-free. No income tax on the contributions, no federal income tax. So let's compare. Pre-tax 401k, you get the current tax deduction, which has current benefit, saves you some tax upfront. But when you pull the money out after you're 59 and a half, subject to income tax, which will be added to all your other ordinary income, and then your tax rate will be based off the aggregate amount of all your ordinary income. No, And that's based off whatever the tax rate is at that point. So if you're 40 years old now, you're going to have to figure out or guesstimate what the tax rate will be in 20 years, uh, which is difficult. That's why it's a hard decision as to whether you should do pre-tax or Roth now. And I'll, I'll give you my uh, two cents in a couple of minutes and, and some tips to consider. Uh, whereas if you do make Roth contributions, you don't get that current tax deduction, but once you're over 59 and a half, it's all tax-free, okay? Also Roth generally don't have RMDs. Yes, there are RMDs, required minimum distributions in a 401k, although they're trying to get rid of that under Secure Act 2.0, which should pass in the, in, uh, or, you know, should have passed end of 2022, depending on when you're listening to the podcast. But there's an easy way to get out of the RMD because even if you're 75 years old and have a Roth 401k, as long as you roll that money tax-free to a Roth IRA prior to 1231 so that your Roth 401k balance is zero, as of 1231, there's no um, RMD because your Roth balance is zero. With a pre-tax IRA, there's a requirement of distribution at 72 which is approximately you know, 3% of the income. Um, and if you pass away, then your uh, beneficiaries will also have to take those funds out, generally over a 10-year period, you know, subject to income tax, where the Roth um, that is passed on to a non-spouse also would be distributed within 10 years, but no tax to your beneficiary. So the two things to consider, if you want to kind of dummy this all down, sum it all up, is pre-tax deduction versus tax-free growth down the road. Okay, so what's more important to you? So here's some things to consider. Number one, how old you are. If you're young, I think Roth matters, okay? You just got more and more opportunity to take advantage of tax-free growth. Number two, what's your tax rate? What do you expect your tax rate to be at 70, 75? Now, I know that's super hard to do when you're 30 years old, okay? Like, who the heck can imagine where you'll be in 45 years. So it's kind of a pointless exercise, but if you're a lawyer, a doctor, if you're a professional, you may feel that, hey, I'm probably gonna have you know, $100,000, $150,000 in annual income, either from W-2 or just savings. Um, in my 70s, whereas maybe if you're more focused on um, lifestyle versus taxable income, you may say, you know what? I may not have that much money from an income standpoint when I'm 75, but 
you know, I don't care. I'm going to have a great life. Or maybe I have a great pension or I don't really care about, uh, I don't need that much money to live. So my tax rate is going to be super low when I'm in my seventies. In that case, you know, Roth maybe doesn't have as much benefit. Why? Because your tax rate is going to be super low when you're 70 or 65. So who really cares about paying tax on what you pull out after 59 and a half because your tax rate's super low, right? So it's not necessarily 72 for RMDs, but what's your tax rate going to be in your 60s? If you're in your 50s now, that may not be as difficult to consider. But if you're 25 or 30, of course, it's a very, very difficult exercise to contemplate what you will be making from an income standpoint in 30, 35 years, right? So that's why I said, if you're a professional, if you feel like you're going to be making good money in your 60s, Roth have benefits because if you pull the money out, it's tax-free. On the flip side, if you feel like you're not going to need that much money in your 60s, it's not your, your jazz, that's not like what you're involved in and you don't really care about making a lot of money down the road, then you know maybe getting a pre-tax deduction today makes more sense because you'll save money today and when you have to pull the money out after 59 and a half, it's not going to be subject or the tax rate will be super low. Also to consider, are you a patient person? If you know yourself and you're like, if I have some available cash and I need it, I'm going to take it. Don't go Roth. Roth are for people that will trust the process, super patient, patient people that really uh, will respect the retirement system and the uh, wall surrounding your retirement account. If you are the type that uh, don't respect rules and may dip your fingers into the retirement piggy, piggy bank, um, you may not want to go Roth. It's better maybe to go pre-tax because if you pull a Roth or a pre-tax IRA or 401k out before 59 and a half, you're going to pay tax and a 10% penalty on the earnings you pull out. Now, the Roth contributions you can pull out any time, but all the value of a Roth is not necessarily based off the contributions, right? Let's say you made $5,000 a year contributions to a Roth 401k for 10 years. That's $50,000 of contributions. You can pull that out anytime. That's great. But that $50,000, your hope is that will turn into $600,000 of growth based off compounding returns. So the juice in a Roth is the earnings, not the contributions. Yes, you have that flexibility to pull Roth contributions out. Um, in a 401k, it's a little more difficult because you need a hardship or a trigger an event. But uh, from a Roth IRA standpoint, you can pull Roth IRA contributions out anytime. It's the earnings, the juice on those contributions that you have to wait to your 59 and a half and the Roth's been open at least five years. So in those instances, you need patience because if you just disrupt the Roth IRA prematurely, uh, you've basically just you know thrown away your gold treasure um, dumped it in the ocean and without a map. Makes no sense. Okay, so that's another characteristic. You got to be a patient type. If you're not the patient type, maybe stay pre-tax. You don't necessarily need to go Roth. And then the wild card to all this is, what happens if the government changes the rules on us? And I've said this before. What happens in 20 years if the government says, you know what? There's trillions of dollars in Roth 401ks, Roth IRAs. Um, we have to pay for, God forbid, this war or who knows what's going on. Guess what? We're just going to change the rules and tax the Roth. Could it happen? I hope not. But listen, pre-1982, Social Security was tax-free. Now it's not, right? So things change. We saw it on the Build Back Better bill in uh, fall 21. The, the um, government tried to change rules on Roth IRS, right? Tried to create limitations. 
try to force different investment uh, thresholds. So it could happen. Now, the Build Back Better bill never passed, thank God, but still, it's out there. It's not going to happen in the next five or 10 years, but in the next 20 to 30 years, I don't know. That's my risk, right? I'm all in Roth. I've written a book, In God We Trust and Roth We Prosper. I'm a big Roth person. All my retirement funds are in Roth, whether they're in real estate, cryptos, um, you know, equities, they're all in Roth. So I'm 47. My hope is that in 13, 14 years, um, all my 401k IRA funds will be worth a lot more than they are today. I max out, I do a back to a Roth IRA and max out a Roth 401k every year. So does my wife. So the goal is, hey, just off that, we're going to have a bunch of savings um, that will take care of us and our family, you know, in the next 20 or 30 years. Uh, but if the government changes the rules on us and starts taxing Roths, you know, obviously that's not what I've bargained for. That's not what I've uh, strategized and planned for. But that's a wild card. I doubt it will happen, but who the heck knows, right? Governments do stupid things and kind of change the rules on us. So um, that's kind of just something um, I'll throw out there. I, I don't think it's going to happen, but that's you know a wild card that if it happens, that would obviously make the Roth uh, 401k IRA planning perspective uh, not as attractive today. Uh, but we don't know what's going to happen in the future. So uh, my thing is, I think, based off my investments, I'm going to have a bunch of income over 60. I plan to keep working till I die. So hopefully I'll have income. I love what I do. I love the self-directed retirement space. This is my passion. So I never want to retire ever, ever, ever. So uh, I hope I have a bunch of income in my 60s. So that's why I want to do Roths now, because once I'm 59 and a half, assuming the government doesn't change the rules on us, I'll be able to live off that income tax free, which, um, you know, is pretty attractive for me because I think tax rates will go up in the next 10 or 15 years. Um, whether it's Democrat, Republican, I don't care. I just think tax rates are going to go up because tax base is shrinking. Baby boomers are dying off. Our, our tax basis is shrinking. So um, that's just my thought. I don't could be wrong, but I'm all in on Roth, but it doesn't work for everyone, right? If you think your income levels will be low after 59 and a half, Getting a current tax deduction today probably makes more sense, right? If you don't think you'll be patient and preserve your Roth IRA or 401k, don't go Roth. Do pre-tax because the penalties and tax for uh, pre-distribution are the same. So you might as well just get the tax deduction today. Because if you blow up your Roth IRA or 401k prematurely, you lost your deduction, you didn't get it, and you just blew up the chance of tax-free growth. So it's like a double whammy. So you might as well get the current deduction today. Or if you just don't trust the government and think they're going to screw us all at the end, then get the deduction today because they can't take back the deduction. That's a wrap. That's that's kind of it. I, I'm happy to chat with people one-on-one. -on -one. Um, if you want to type in your questions, um, send them in, comments, questions. You can send them in to Info Financial, YouTube, um, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Just say Ask Adam or AdBits. Um, and give me some facts like, hey, I'm 40 years old. I, I plan on making X dollars. Um, this is my personality. What do you think I should do? And I'm happy to chat with you and give you some thoughts. Um, it's certainly facts and circumstances. What works for me may not work for you or your parents or your, your kids. So it's certainly important to talk to your CPAs, financial advisors, lawyers, um, just get a bunch of different perspectives. But ultimately, it's going to be your decision on, on whether you make pre-tax or Roth deferral. So Thanks again. 
for spending some time with me today. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Um, please give me a thumbs up. If you are watching on YouTube, definitely uh, appreciate it. Also, I appreciate a like. Um, leave a comment. Leave a question. I do my best to go through all comments and questions and personally, we'll get back and answer all of them. Um, I spend hour plus a day doing it. So send them in. Otherwise, have an amazing rest of your day uh, and uh, take care. Talk to everyone again next week. Ciao.